Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Tool. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Tool. Take our Bibles, turn to Leviticus chapter 19, Leviticus chapter number 19, and I uh, leaned over to my wife when, when Aaron was alluding to one of the ladies will have a beard. That's one rough-looking lady, one rough-looking lady, but... Uh, we're in Leviticus chapter 19, and of course, uh, Leviticus, the theme is holiness, holiness. Uh, the holiness that God demands is perfection. Uh, the unholiness that man has is deprivation. Uh, the sacrificial forgiveness that God gives is salvation. The changed life that God wants is transformation. And so uh, the theme is God's holiness and God wanting to live his holy life uh, through us. Uh, and so let's look at it in chapter number 19. Let's look at it in verse number 1. Uh, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God uh, am holy. I think a couple of uh, uh, maybe framing of it is, is probably the right word framing of it. Uh, we're going to see the Ten Commandments repeated or alluded to uh, in this chapter, but I do think the framing of it uh, is what's needed in Christian lives. Uh, I don't think that we keep the Ten Commandments to gain or to earn the favor of God, uh, and so it's a little bit of motivation, but because we already have the favor of God. Uh, we're unconditionally loved, uh, unconditionally loved, because of that, because of that, uh, our life should be changed. We should be living a, a holy life. Uh, in Matthew, uh, uh, every one of these Ten Commandments was uh, repeated and reinforced. It is here in chapter 19, the Ten Commandments, God's gold standard uh, for holiness. Uh, and then every one of them is repeated, reinforced uh, in the New Testament um, or at least stated in the New Testament, the uh, keeping the Sabbath was stated uh, mainly by the Pharisees as they were trying to push that on uh, those because Christ is our Sabbath. Uh, he fulfilled that Sabbath. And uh, it's that same chapter where Christ said, think not that I've come to destroy the law. I'm not come to destroy it. Uh, I'm come to fulfill it. Uh, and he set the standard so high in Matthew 5, accept your righteousness uh, exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees, ye shall in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, he didn't just set it high, he set it impossibly high uh, so that we wouldn't try to gain heaven by way of the commandments, by way of living a right life, but that we would trust in that righteous work that he's already done. Uh, and when we work from the cross, we work from the gospel, uh, love requests, far more than law requires. If you go through that same chapter, chapter 5, he'll say, uh, ye have heard that it hath been said of those of, uh, in times of old, the law, the law, the law, uh, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, turn the other cheek, but I say unto you, uh, ye have heard that it hath been said, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, whoso looketh on a woman to lust after hath committed adultery with her in his heart already. Uh, and so it's not that he erased them, the Ten Commandments, or uh, uh, our obedience, but that 
Uh, he fulfilled them. We trust him for that righteousness. Uh, and then as we yield to him, the Christ life, the Christ life, Christ living his life through us, uh, love requests more than law requires. And I get that we're not under the law. I get that. We're dead to the law. Uh, I get that. You've heard that. Uh, but I also get that uh, when we come to Christ, uh, okay, let me give you another one. Look at verse number two again uh, before we start getting into the chapter. Uh, verse two, speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them, ye shall be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Uh, I don't think the tone is you need to be holy because I'm holy. You need to be holy because I'm holy. Uh, it's more if I'm your father, I am holy, and that's why you are going to be holy. Uh, it, it's almost um, uh, Stephen's going to have brown hair because uh, I, his father, uh, have brown hair. It's that, that attribute, that trait of being in this family. Uh, in fact, let's look at it, the Ten Commandments. Commandment number one, uh, no other God before me. That's in uh, Exodus 20, verse 3. and verse 2, it says, uh, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Uh, I, the Lord your God, the Lord, the Lord, no other gods before me. Uh, the Lord, when God's our Lord, there are no other gods before him. Commandment 1. Uh, commandment 2, no graven images, no idols. That's Exodus 20, verse 4. Look at verse 4. Uh, Turn ye not unto idols, nor make to yourselves molten gods, uh, uh, idols, molten gods, but then he restates that phrase again, uh, I am the Lord your God. You're going to see that phrase uh, over and over and over again. On the basis of that, uh, that he's our Father, that he's our God, that's why uh, we live holy, and uh, the power source uh, through which our holiness comes uh, is the Lord Jesus Christ living his life through us. Look at uh, commandment 3. Uh, don't use God's name vainly or in vain, Exodus 20, verse 7. Uh, look at verse 12. Uh, and ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shalt thou profane the name of the Lord thy God. And here it is again, uh, I am the Lord. That tag, that tag, that tag, uh, all throughout. Uh, commandment number four is uh, keep the Sabbath. That's Exodus 20, verse 8. Look at verse 3. Uh, ye shall fear every man his mother and his father and keep my Sabbaths. Keep my Sabbaths. Keep my Sabbaths. But what's the foundational principle? Next phrase, I am the Lord your God. Uh, look at verse number 30. He hits it again. Uh, ye shall keep my Sabbath. Ye shall keep my Sabbath. Reverence my sanctuary. Again, that uh, underpinning, that foundation. Uh, I am uh, the Lord. Uh, the commandment uh, number five, just kind of uh, looking at every one of the commandments is uh, restated, reinforced here in Leviticus 19. Uh, it was originally stated, obviously, in Exodus chapter 20 and then uh, again in Deuteronomy uh, but uh, honor your parents, the next one, verse 3. Ye shall fear every man his mother and his father. Uh, uh, honor your parents. And, of course, he ends that foundationally uh, in verse 3, I am the Lord your God. 32. Uh, Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head and honor the face of the old man. Uh, not specifically there, your parents, uh, but alluding to. Uh, and, of course, he uh, uh, time and time again uh, and fear thy God, I am the Lord. That foundational part of uh, if we've come to Christ. Uh, we don't come to Christ by commandments. We don't come to Christ by obedience. Uh, we come to Christ by faith. Uh, and then by faith, he indwells our hearts. By faith, uh, he, we, uh, 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 Christ should be magnified in our bodies. And uh, if Christ is in us, magnified through us, boy, his holiness, his holiness 
not our holiness. His righteousness, not our righteousness, which is uh, flawed at best. Commandment number six, thou shalt not kill, Exodus 20, verse 13. Look at verse 17. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Uh, thou shalt in uh, any wise rebuke uh, thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Uh, don't hate him. And of course, Matthew 5 ties that together. Uh, You've heard that it hath been said, thou shalt not kill, but I say unto you, uh, the, um, uh, something along those lines. Okay, so anyway, uh, commandment number seven is no adultery. That's Exodus 20, verse 14. Uh, look at verse number 29. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom. No adultery, no adultery, no adultery. Uh, and that shouldn't be shocking uh, after having gone through chapter 18, okay, together. Uh, but then chapter uh, here, 19. Uh, lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. Uh, commandment number eight is don't steal. Uh, that's Exodus 20, verse 15. Look at 11. Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. Verse 13. Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. Uh, the wages of, uh, of him that is hired uh, shall, not, uh, be, uh, shall not abide with thee uh, all night until the morning. 35. Uh, ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment and uh, 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 in uh, meat yard and weight and measure. Uh, just balance is just weight, a just ephah and a just hen uh, shall ye have. I am the Lord your God. Uh, again and again and again, it's all based upon, uh, are we saved? All based upon uh, is God our Lord, is the Lord our God. Uh, and if he is, if he dwells in us, uh, he will be seen uh, through us. Uh, don't, don't steal. I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Uh, therefore shall ye observe all my statutes and all my judgments and do them. I am the Lord. Uh, commandment number nine, don't bear false witness. Don't bear false witness. Uh, Exodus 20, verse 16, verse 11. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, the, the uh, ninth commandment isn't don't lie. Don't lie. Uh, the ninth commandment is thou shalt not bear false witness. Um, uh, sometimes there's people that speak with guile. Uh, they don't lie, but they try to lead you to believe something that's not true. Uh, and, and so it's far higher than don't lie. Uh, we need to be transparent and sincere uh, and absolutely uh, honest. Uh, and you see it in verse number 11, you shall not steal, that's dishonest, uh, dishonesty. Uh, neither deal falsely, that's dishonesty. Uh, neither lie one to another. 13, thou shalt not defraud, defraud, defraud thy neighbor. And then lastly, commandment number 10, if anyone's keeping score as we go, uh, don't covet, that's Exodus 20, verse 17. Uh, look at verse number 9. And when you reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt uh, not wholly reap the corners of thy field, neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. Uh, thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither... Uh, shalt thou gather every grape uh, of thy vineyard, thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. Uh, I am the Lord your God. Don't hoard them. Uh, don't, don't obsess about them. Uh, don't white-knuckle them. Uh, don't uh, covet. And so uh, uh, the Ten Commandments all throughout uh, are repeated and reinforced. Verse 2, 3, 4, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 17, 29, 30, 32, uh, feel free to say bingo anytime you want. Uh, verse 35, 36, 37. Uh, but it all comes back to verse number 2 where it says, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Uh, let's fill in some blanks. You ready? Put down number 1. God is light. Holiness. 
God is light. Holiness. I probably gave you too many fill in the blanks. But anyway, uh, God is light. In Him is no darkness at all. Holiness. Uh, underneath that put down, God is love. Happiness. God is light. Holiness. God is love. Happiness. Uh, and I do want to put down the first phrase underneath that. Holiness brings happiness. Holiness brings happiness. Okay, I'll give you a verse. Uh, John 13, 17. Uh, ye know these things. Happy are ye if ye do them. Ye know these things. Happy are ye if ye do them. Well, it's a lie of the devil to try to portray Christians not as, as happy, but as hollow. Not as happy, but as boring. Uh, not as happy. Uh, and the devil will try to paint Christians into a corner, uh, try to portray them in media as, uh, as not being happy, but being more uh, fuddy-duddies. And Is that even a word anymore? But anyway, uh, sticks in the mud. And, and so just keep in mind, uh, holiness brings happiness. But now number two, holiness, uh, holiness also brings wholeness. Wholeness. It, it brings happiness but it also brings wholeness. Uh, it's kind of like the car that I um, used to drive uh, uh, when we first got married. I think it was a six-cylinder, and one of the cylinders was missing. But anyway, uh, maybe the spark plug wasn't right, but uh, when uh, all six cylinders or all four cylinders, whatever your car is, uh, when one of them is the spark plug's not, not uh, firing right, uh, your car doesn't run right. It doesn't run right. It doesn't have the acceleration. It doesn't have the, the performance that it should have. Uh, and in the same way, God built us to be a, a 10-cylinder uh, Christian. It's God's gold standard. A 10-cylinder uh, a Christian, those 10 commandments, uh, and uh, as we live that out, uh, again, it's not forcing it. It's not oppressing it. It's not someone trying to pound it into you. It's the Lord Jesus Christ living his life through you. Uh, and that happiness, number one, wholeness, number two, uh, Ecclesiastes 12, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. Uh, now, um, that word duty sometimes is overemphasized. It's an interpolated word. Uh, it's a word that was added by the translators. Uh, it's not focusing on that. Uh, the word that should be focused on is the wholeness of man. The wholeness of man. The wholeness of man. Uh, your whole, um, uh, your uh, firing on all six cylinders, ten cylinders, when you fear God and, and keep his commandments. By the way, uh, that order is important. Uh, I am the Lord your God. Fear God. Uh, I am the Lord your God. Uh, fear God. Uh, Christ our Savior first. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole, the whole, the wholeness uh, of man. And so, uh, number one, we see holiness brings what brings happiness. Uh, number two, we saw holiness brings, I have all night, okay? I, I got to go to work in the morning anyway, and I work here, so uh, you need to start engaging. So, uh, holiness brings happiness. Uh, holiness brings uh, wholeness. Uh, and then number three, Holiness brings healing, brings healing. Uh, remember that uh, woman with the issue of blood that uh, was pushing through the press, uh, trying to touch the hem of the garment of the Lord Jesus? We talked about that in Ruth, that, that his position, his, um, uh, his 
uh, his, his place, uh, that hem of the garment, uh, 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 touching, connecting, associating, affiliating uh, with that. Uh, the Bible says when he perceived that virtue had gone from him, and we understand that uh, he doesn't have a low battery, not a low power supply, uh, but I do think the teaching is this, boy, holiness brings healing. And I'm not talking about physical healing. I'm talking about uh, the healing we need in our spirit, our souls, our hearts, our past, our, our emotional psyche, that, that healing that we need in here. And, and so next time Hollywood tries to push off that, that, that lie that Christians are, are boring and fuddy-duddy uh, and dorks and Christians are square depressing, uh, uh, holiness doesn't equal helplessness. Uh, holiness doesn't equal hollowness. Uh, holiness brings happiness. It brings wholeness, uh, and it absolutely brings uh, healing. Did everyone see all Ten Commandments uh, in there, either uh, uh, stated uh, explicitly or uh, at least alluded to? Uh, I want to take another walk through uh, that, that chapter. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, as you look at the chapter, the order is vitally important, how it unfolds. Uh, and so it starts out, uh, ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And then it almost concludes down in 37. Uh, Therefore shall ye observe all my statutes, all my judgments, and do them. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Uh, but the order uh, that it's rolled out is important. Uh, and so let's look at that. Number one, put down, it's first in our families. It's first in our families. In fact, uh, we should actually take a step uh, back even further than that. Uh, the first place holiness starts is our heart. Uh, it's our heart. Uh, verse number two, ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. It starts in our heart, uh, and then it goes to our homes. Our homes. Look at verse number three. Ye shall fear every man, his mother and his father. That's our homes, your parents. Keep my Sabbath, I am the Lord your God. Uh, turn ye not into idols, nor make yourselves molten images. I am the Lord your God. And so uh, holiness starts in us personally. Uh, and then it extends towards uh, our parents in verse 2, personally, uh, parents. Uh, verse 3, it starts in our hearts, uh, verse 2, and then goes to our homes, uh, verse 3. Uh, but, but I think the thing that, that we have to realize, it's first in our families. It's first uh, in our families. Uh, the... the foundation that I have uh, to pastor and to teach and to preach, yes, it's God. Yes, it's God's word, but it's also the work that God, God has done in my family. First Timothy chapter 3, the husband of one wife, uh, ruling your children well. Um, it's, it's egregious when a pastor who's gone through uh, three divorces, his kids are living like the devil, it's just his, it's a mess or immorality, and then uh, he gets up and says, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the man of God. Um, he, he totally has the thing backwards. It's, it's, it's messed up. Holiness starts in the heart, uh, and then it extends to our homes. It's first in our family. Uh, and we've already seen that in Leviticus chapter 16, uh, the household, the priest, uh, is to make that atonement for himself, uh, and then for his household, uh, and then for the nation. But the order's important. Himself, household, uh, and then the nation. Uh, in fact, the Passover lamb, it was all about the household. In Exodus 12, 3, they shall take to them every man a lamb according to his house. 
his house. Uh, other fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for a lamb, then let him and his neighbor. But it's his house, that house. Uh, focusing on the family, highlighting that, that household. Uh, but then back in our text, look at verse number 5. continues. And if you offer a sacrifice of a peace offering unto the Lord, you shall offer it at your own uh, will. It should be eaten the same day you offer it, and on the morrow. And if uh, aught remains until the third day, it should be burnt in the fire. And if it be uh, eaten at all on the third day, it is abominable, it shall not be accepted. Therefore, uh, every one that eateth it shall bear his iniquity, because uh, he hath profaned the hallowed thing of the Lord. Uh, and that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Uh, and so those offerings, those offerings, most of those offerings, uh, they brought uh, for the household, for the household, uh, for the household. And so uh, it starts in the heart, personally, uh, and then it, it extends towards our, our, our mom and dad parentally. Uh, but then it talks about the peace offerings. Uh, but, but the main thing is holiness is first, first in our family. Put down number two. It extends next to our neighbors. Next to our neighbors, okay? So uh, the order, the order that it's rolled out. Here, Leviticus 19, uh, it's first in our families, but then it flows next to our neighbors. Look at verse 9. Uh, and when you reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of the field, neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest, uh, and thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard, Thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. I am the Lord your God. Thou shalt leave them for the poor uh, and stranger. I am the Lord your God. Uh, if our Christianity never reaches our community, uh, if our faith never impacts our neighbors or our neighborhood, and I don't mean that uh, every one of them is going to come to church or every one of them is going to be saved, but the benevolence that we have, the, the blessing that, that we should give. Uh, someone said one time, uh, they said, uh, if your church were taken out of your community, would it make any difference at all? If your church were taking out, taken out of your community, uh, would there be any difference uh, at all uh, and, and just keep in mind, yes, I, I agree with coming together and congregating together and uh, worshiping together and studying the Bible together. Uh, but if our Christianity stops here and doesn't go there, uh, we don't have much Christianity uh, at all. Uh, and so it starts first with our family and then goes next to our neighbors. And he goes on, verse 11, talking about the neighbors. Uh, you shall not steal from your neighbor. Neither, neither deal falsely with your neighbor. Uh, neither lie one to another uh, about your neighbor. Be honest with your neighbors. And 13, thou shalt not defraud, and here it states the word, thy neighbor, uh, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not uh, abide with thee all night until the morning. Thou shalt not curse the, uh, the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind. Be a blessing to your neighbors, a blessing, but shalt fear the Lord thy God. I am uh, the Lord. You, you ever met someone that from a distance, uh, they seem just right and holy and uh, just living the right way. Uh, but the more you get to know them, the more you realize it, it wasn't really what I thought it was from a distance. Uh, and as you get closer, you start to see sins and faults and weaknesses and uh, a character that's corrupt. And uh, the closer you get, the more spots and, and flaws you see. Uh, God says reverse that, reverse that. 
reverse that. As we live out our Christian life, we should reverse that. In fact, my goal is to live holier than people think that I am. My goal is to live holier than people think uh, that I am. And that holiness, it's first in the family, uh, in the heart, in the home, first in the family. It flows next to the neighbors, but then number three, write it down, uh, it continues to our communities. It continues to our communities. And so family first, uh, honor, obey parents, live holy personally, and then uh, neighbor next, neighbor next, uh, uh, leaving the corner of your fields, being a blessing to them. And of course, that's the, the, uh, the ben and I'll say it in a minute, okay? Uh, the benevolent program for uh, their communities and God's economy. Uh, but then it goes to the communities, the communities. It continues to the communities. Uh, and look at it in verse number 15. Uh, it's speaking uh, more about uh, law and justice and uh, rulings and uh, kind of court, court type setting. Look at 15. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shalt not respect the persons of the poor, uh, nor honor the person of the mighty. But in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor rightly, rightly, uh, rightly. It's talking about that court setting. It's talking about the judges, uh, that fairness, that, um, that uh, honesty extending to the community. Uh, thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among the people, uh, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. And so I really do think God ordered this chapter to try to teach us something. Uh, yes, the Ten Commandments are sprinkled throughout, uh, but just the way he unfolds it on, uh, it starts in the heart, verse number two. Uh, and then to the home, verse number three. three first in the family. Uh, and then next to the neighbors. And then uh, continues to the community. Uh, I really do think the order is important. And then number four, write it down. Uh, it ultimately should reach to our world. Uh, it should reach to our world. Look at verse number 33. Uh, and if a stranger sojourn with thee in your land, ye shall not vex him, the stranger, someone from outside of the city, someone that uh, is not a part of your nation, uh, is the context here. In fact, you'll see it in verse number 34. Uh, but the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you as one born among you, uh, and thou shalt love him as thyself. For ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Uh, the, the contrast is, hey, remember when you were foreigners in that land? Uh, remember when, uh, when uh, 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 Israel was embedded there for 400 uh, plus years and how they were oppressed and enslaved and uh, used as slave labor? Remember that, how uh, the Egyptians were so hard on them? Boy, if you're living a holy life, it should be just the opposite of that. Just the opposite of that. Well, your faith shouldn't just affect your family. It should uh, go next to your neighbor and then continue to the community. And uh, your faith should reach that world. Uh, I like how it's stated in Exodus 19, verse number 5. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice and deed, commandments, obedience... Keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. A kingdom 
uh, of priests uh, and a holy nation, uh, the Jews. The Jews were confused thinking that uh, uh, they being God's chosen people, in their minds, they started to think that they were God's only people. Uh, Oh yes, they're a chosen people. Uh, Oh yes, they're a chosen people, but they're not the only uh, people. Uh, and, And that nation of Israel was blessed like it was, so that they would be a blessing to the other nations uh, in the world. You'll be a treasure above all people, not because you're so much better than them, but so that the rest of the world can see how I've blessed you, and then they'll be attracted to me. Um, It's a whole lot like when uh, Abraham was called out uh, uh, in Genesis 18, seeing that Abraham Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. All nations of the earth, Abraham, shall be blessed in him. Uh, Genesis 22, 18. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. All the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Uh, You want to contextualize it to us? Why, Rosedale, I've blessed you like I have, so that all the communities in this area will be blessed. So that people in this area will be reached. Uh, so that others will see the blessings of God on you, be attracted to me, uh, and that other people will come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Genesis 26, 4. In thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Genesis 12. Uh, the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, from thy father's house, and will land that I will show thee. Uh, and I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee. Make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, curse them that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Um, Let me give you two more blanks, and then let's apply it very firmly, okay? Uh, Two more blanks. Uh, Number one, application. Holiness starts in the home. We talked about this. Holiness starts in the home. And I get that Second uh, Chronicles 7, 14 wasn't written to America. I get that. Uh, the dispensation, different time back then, I get that. But the principle applies. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear, hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. Heal their land. Wait, holiness starts here. Holiness starts here. Uh, And if we want to make an impact on the world, it has to start here. Well, if we skip the first step, we'll never get to the second step, the third step, uh, and the fourth step. Uh, 1 Peter 4.17, judgment must begin at the house of God. Uh, We complain a lot about our country being a mess, and I would say I agree. Uh, But the reason our country is a mess is because our churches are a mess. Our churches are a mess. Aren't we to be the salt of the earth? A light that is set on a hill? We should give light to a dark nation. And well, our country is a mess. But it's because our churches are a mess. Our churches are a mess because our families are a mess. Our families are a mess because mom and dad at times are a mess. And mom and dad are a mess because, because right here. It has to start right here. And so the application, holiness starts in the home. Put down number two, holiness starts in the heart. 
Holiness starts in the heart. And, and we really do, in my opinion, have this thing wrong on, boy, if we can just get our country right, if we can just get our country right, and then maybe our towns will be right. And then if our towns are right, then maybe our church will be right. And then if our church is right, then maybe my home will be right. If my, my home's right, then maybe I'll be, be right. Maybe then, then I'll be right. And we almost view it as if we're a product of our environment, and none of us totally believe that. Wait, God takes us out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. God's grace restarts it, but he does so on an individual basis. Uh, and if we're more about picketing the White House and changing laws, if we're more about that than we are about, wait, did I do the right thing, live the right way at home today? How's my thought life? Uh, how am I living? Am I living the right way? Uh, and then that extends to the family. Uh, and then that extends to the church. Uh, and then that impact extends to the town. And then that impact extends out further and further. But it starts first in the family. First uh, in the family. Uh, I, I think the uh, Pharisees uh, were uh, probably the quintessential example of getting this thing backwards where uh, they love to be seen of men. They did their works to be seen of men that uh, they have their reward. And of course, uh, the indictment of Matthew 23, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you're like unto whited sepulchers, which indeed appear beautiful uh, outward, but, but within are full of dead men's bones uh, and of all uncleanness. Uh, even so ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within are full of hypocrisy uh, and iniquity. It starts in the heart. Cleanse first that which is within the cup, that the outside may be clean also. And I know it's talking about individual hypocrisy, but I do think there's a whole lot, our mindset, our, uh, our strategy that, that we're uh, using uh, to try to change a world, uh, we're starting on the outside and, and, and then working our way in, um, and it never works that way. It never works that way. Uh, it always starts here. Personally, you. Personally, me. Uh, and holiness starts in the heart. I like that quote. Sow a thought, reap an act. Sow an act, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. I've seen people that are far harsher out here. Um, uh, uh, I'll give you one example. Um, there was a fellow that sat up here for for probably a couple of years, and uh, was with the church, with the church, with the church, and uh, and then he made uh, a, a a push, uh, and he did so personally before he went <laughs> publicly. On why well, he needs to preach on the issues more, preach on the issues more, preach on the issues more, and um, and and uh, Jim, my 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 commitment is I'll preach on the issues every time the Bible preaches on the issues. I'll hit them hard. I mean, when I get to in the Bible. Uh, I'll preach them as loudly as God preaches them, uh, at, but I'll also uh, preach on uh, those issues as quietly as God preaches on them. So, uh, and so Jim and his wife, they left, and uh, probably a couple months later, uh, Karen calls and, and says, Pastor, can you help? And I, and I said, well, yeah, I would love to, and, and counsel our marriage or help, and I'll do anything I can. And I, and I said, Karen, I don't know if you realize, though, that you he stepped back, and maybe the church he's at, the pastor could help more, and, 
uh, and, but I'll help. I'm willing to help. And she said, um, uh, he's verbally abusive. Um, he's emotionally abusive. He's physically abusive. Uh, and on top of that, he has this huge pornographic library in the basement of his house. And probably the main issue that he needed me to preach on is holiness in the heart. Holiness in the heart. It, it starts in the heart. And if I'm not right here, I won't be right maritally. And if I'm not right maritally, I won't have a right family. And if I don't have a right family, then we're not going to be right congregationally. And I don't mean just me. I, I mean all of us. Apply to all of us. Well, it has to start here. It has to start uh, in here. Uh, and starting any other place uh, will cause us to frustrate uh, and to, uh, and to uh, wonder why uh, things aren't getting better. Because uh, if all we're doing is yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling, uh, nothing changes yelling louder and yelling louder and yelling louder. Uh, the one person I know that by God's grace I can change uh, is the person that I see every single morning. By God's grace, uh, his word, uh, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, Christ being magnified, um, and revival. You've heard it before. If you want to have revival, I think it was John Wesley that said, maybe one, of, one of those, uh, draw a circle, draw a circle, step inside of that circle, and then pray that God would send revival inside of that circle. And if I'm revived, my family will be revived. My family's revived. Boy, it's a spark. It's a spark congregationally, congregationally, and then community, and then nationally, and then globally. Uh, but holiness, holiness. I think the thing that uh, I want to take away from this is, uh, yes, God repeats every single one of the Ten Commandments, alludes to them, restates them. Uh, but more than that, for me, the actionable item is, it has to start here. Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And a lot of times when I'm faltering and missing, um, it's because I'm trying more than I'm trusting. Uh, it's because I'm trying to manufacture it uh, more than I'm trying to submit and abide in Christ and let Christ live his life through me. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.